0: talking about the things that matter most to you today's catholic women like women now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Learning RX, finding the right solution to give your child a foundation that can last a lifetime. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com.
1: Good morning, girlfriends. Thanks for joining us today. Good
2: morning, and we're singing happy birthday to my friend Julie. (laughs) Yes, thank you. You know what? I
1: was thinking today, they played happy birthday on the morning call-in that we do for me, and we got a great staff here at Catholic they Radio. They love you. Well, I mean, we all work together well, and we just, it just—it came out, you know, the camaraderie and the spiritual friendships and stuff is so great here. And just, I'm just so happy mm-hmm. to be part of the yeah. Iowa Catholic Radio family and celebrate my birthday with you, Chris, today. Okay, you're bringing the
2: sunshine inside for us oh, today. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah,
1: it's a good day.
2: It's oh, a good day. Oh, oh, I have to tell you, listeners, I—I um, I told Julie she had to open up her gift before we went on show. So just two minutes ago, she's opening up her gift, and I gave her a little plaque from a place called Altered State Mall that says, all I need is a little coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. And then I gave her a t-shirt that says, But Coffee First. And she put her But Coffee First t-shirt on top of her cute little dress. So it's really funny. I'm (laughs) going to try to
1: take a selfie and post (laughs) it here,
2: huh? Post post it on uh, Facebook. Everybody can go on and look at her new t-shirt. It's so cute.
1: I'm not that techie. I can't do it. Talk (laughs) on the air.
2: (laughs) We should start with prayer for your birthday. Let's do that.
1: Well, let's just start with prayer. That's a good idea. In
2: the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Well, I'm excited about our show today. Uh, I know.
2: You know, the timing of this has been amazing.
1: We have Mary Sharon Moore. Yeah. She's an evangelizing missionary who helps people baptize men and women, be awakened to their call, their charisms. but,
2: And also, she's an active spiritual director. And she's going to help us to know how to find a spiritual director, which I think is so awesome, because I have actually had... Five people in the last two weeks asked me, how do you find a spiritual director? And I said, listen to our show on well, Thursday and morning.
1: And it's something that the church encourages us to have, spiritual directors, to go grow
2: deeper with our relationship yes, with Christ. so she's got all sorts of good information to share with us.
1: Yeah, She does, and I'm excited. And she's going to be here in October 23rd to the 26th at St. Francis of Assisi Parish in West Des Moines, giving one of her missions.
2: Yeah, she's going to to a lot. She's just got a a wealth of information in a lot of different categories. You
1: you will really enjoy her, ladies, so stay with us today.
2: And those few men that are listening. Yes. (laughs) We, we were told there were a few men lately that are listening so to this. So we're now show. up to
1: five listeners, there I you think. Go. We had one the other day <laughs> say something to us. So.
2: There you go. Well, thank you to Cindy Schulte, who is also one of our listeners. She is of Farm Bureau Financial Services, and she supports Catholic women now. Um, she's just a great lady. We actually met with her for lunch and um, really easy to talk to. And boy, is she a wealth of information when it comes to insurance. She covers all areas of financial services. And as a
1: woman, I like going to another woman for that kind of stuff because. I just, my, my head just can't wrap around that financial information like my, my husband can. Right. And she understands that. It's right. But she can talk like a man. Boy, That's she, right. You know, is,
2: is, she can meet you where you are, if you're male or female. Right. <laughs> uh, Cindy Schulte, 515-226-2111 or cindyschulte.com. Well, we're
1: excited to welcome our guest today. Mary Sharon Moore, and just a little bit about Mary Sharon Moore, she is an evangelizing missionary, and this is her own words, and who is dedicated (laughs) to awakening baptized men, women, and youth to the power of their anointing. She does this through writing, teaching, parish missions, and other events. And Mary Sharon's itinerant ministry spans the whole U.S., and she will be given a mission this um, fall at St. Francis of Assisi yeah, Church. Yeah, and yeah called
2: Anointed with a Purpose
1: to remain with Christ and to reveal Him everywhere. And that will be October twenty third through the twenty sixth. Uh, and she's also an active spiritual director. And we kind of we have gone to one of her work called and gifted workshops. She's been here several times in the area, and she's also an active spiritual director, so we're excited to have her with us. Yeah, she's
2: going to share a lot with us here.
1: Welcome, Mary Sharon. Good morning.
2: Thank thank you so much, and good morning to all of you.
1: Oh, thank you for joining us today, and we know you keep a very active schedule and to take time out to be with us today and our listeners.
2: Well, Mary Sharon, and I have to tell you, I was just saying to Julie, over the last week and a half to two weeks, I have had five people ask me, how do you find a spiritual director? And I said, listen to our show on Thursday morning. <laughs> Mary Sharon Moore is going to tell us how. Yeah. You know, the
3: Holy Spirit makes advertising so easy. <laughs> he That's certainly true. does. He
2: That's certainly true. does. You know, and when, um, a, when a person starts to kind of feel like they need or they want a spiritual director, um, what, do you, what do you tell them?
3: Well, first of all, I thank them. For the love and care that they bring to their own spiritual life. Uh, so I acknowledge what's already happening, and that is the itch to grow, the itch to, to go deeper into God. And uh, that's a wonderful way to begin the conversation with
2: that um, acknowledgement of what God is already doing. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit's already working when they're thinking about it, isn't he? Y- yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, yeah. It, I think that the thing that people really struggle with is how do you go about finding a spiritual director? And knowing that who who you have in your community, or how how is that done? How would you recommend?
3: Well, it's always helpful if a diocese uh, can cultivate um, a um, uh, a group of spiritual directors, and that's not unusual. Um, uh, Oftentimes, directors will be formed within their diocese, uh, and so that's a wonderful resource. And then also for pastors, deacons. uh people on the parish staff to to be conversant with who's who's out there who's available uh and to actually have those relationships in place so that they can make a confident uh, referral but the other piece is um, when a person is ready well as they say when the student is ready the teacher will appear there actually is wisdom in that most far and away most of my direction is with people i never meet in person it's by phone across the across the united states and people have said to me i can't really remember how i found you i was crawling across the spiritual desert and i clicked on something online and clicked on another link and i found you they can't even remember how they did it so the holy spirit is the active agent Uh, for many people who are sincerely uh, seeking a deeper life in God. So uh, it's a number of factors come into play.
1: Well, when someone's going to look for a spiritual director and they find someone, what kind of qualities, is there certain things we should be looking for in a spiritual director? This is a pretty important part of our spirituality.
3: It's very important and deeply sensitive. So I would say look for evidence of the prayerfulness in the spiritual director's life. I don't simply presume that they're going to be a person of prayer. Um, when I meet with people briefly for that, you know, introductory conversation, if they don't ask me about my prayer life, I tell them about my prayer life because it matters to them. Um, the other thing is uh, deeply desired in a spiritual director is that ability to hold space for the other. To defend a space for the other to be their, their their, authentic self, which might be a confused self right in the moment, um, but to hold space not only during the time of the conversation, but in the in-between times. I tell my directees, I pray for them each day in the noon hour, and I do, each one by name. Do I like to take that time interrupting my work day? No, I don't. But as soon as I enter into prayer, it is graced time. It's protected time. So the director needs to be able to hold space for the other. That's actually the feminine spiritual work. It doesn't mean that only women can do it, but it's that feminine quality of holding space for the other, uh, where the other can enter safely in and be their ungilded self, just who they are.
2: And should they have any kind of um, education that they can show you as well? I mean, I'm assuming that that's important.
3: Yes. Uh, If you're going to hang out, you're you're single as a spiritual director. You need to be um, uh, formed. You need to have gone through some kind of formation. I'm also going to say there are some natural spiritual directors. These might be the older couple in the parish who younger people just simply gravitate to, to talk about the deeper stuff. These people may not have any formation, but they have what it takes. Well, they've probably been formed,
2: but maybe not formally.
3: Not formally, not Mm -hmm. formally. Mm -hmm. Through the life of prayer, maybe through deep study, through reading, and through those charisms which um, are most desired in a spiritual director. By charisms, I mean those gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are given to a person for the good of others. And the charisms, I believe, must be in a spiritual director, include encouragement, that ability to hold space for the other, uh, uh, wisdom, that ability to quickly and accurately get to the heart of the matter, and uh, evangelism the heart of love for Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, uh, stirring the love of the fire of love for Jesus in the heart of the other. Mm. So, those are three charisms that I believe are critically important.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, if you just joined us, this is Catholic Women Now, and we're visiting with Mary Sharon Moore about spiritual direction. Mary Sharon, what is the difference between a counselor and a spiritual director?
3: The difference that I perceive is a counselor is deeply trained. In identifying and naming um, patterns of behavior patterns of thinking that need to be looked at they can name things um, which helps the the person receiving the the care to be able to name what's going on in their life with spiritual direction it's not so much about naming things it's about leaning in and listening deeply not only to what the person is going through, but to what the Holy Spirit is up to in that person's life already.
2: You know, the, so, one of the things that I've found with my spiritual director and Mary Sharon is that many times they're not going to give me the answer, but they're going to guide me to Jesus, and there I find the answer. Yes. Yeah. And the
3: other thing is a, spir- a, a spiritual director who really is gifted in that way is going to call forth the knowing within the person hmm. you know the, the knowing and the understanding and the solutions aren't always outside the directee they are uh, typically within uh, where the directee is waiting to be awakened do
1: the grace and the it's good. Like, it's like a drawing out. Mm-hmm. A drawing yes. out. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: You know, Mary Sharon, I have, I have a question because when I first started wanting a spiritual director, I just went to a priest and I said, hey, will you be my spiritual director? And he said, well, I don't do that, but you need to look for somebody that works well with you. He goes, don't just go to the first person who says they're a spiritual director. Mm-hmm. So when you go out there, you know, don't just take the first one that comes along. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Um, I... Uh, arrange when the person approaches me i arrange a time for us to meet for a brief chat typically 15 to 20 minutes where they can hear my voice they can they can hear me i can hear them it's an opportunity for the two of us to lean into the holy spirit and discern what the holy spirit might have in mind so that discernment is very important for me it takes about three seconds <laughs> <laughs> because I I know what I'm listening for. I know what I'm looking for. I know the signs of readiness. Um, but I insist on that. I would never just start meeting with someone uh, mm-hmm. because I will not presume that I am the right person.
1: Yeah, and I've had wise, I've approached people about being my spiritual director, and they've been very wise and said, well, let's, Take this slow and see if this is going to work for the two of us first before we delve mm-hmm. into too deep. And I think that's a very one of those wisdom things.
2: Well, have you yeah. ever told anybody it's not going to work for me, Mary Sharon? I mean, how does that work? You know, how do you, as a spiritual director, say, "Yeah, sorry, <laughs> not going to work for I us"? Think,
3: yeah, I think maybe twice in my fourteen years, maybe twice, um, the person was not centered enough to enter into the conversation, or uh, really needed to get. Um Some professional counsel before coming to the work of spiritual direction, and where I was able to discern that very quickly uh, and to gently guide them because it's not like they're a spiritual failure and they they're not ready um, but to gently guide them to the resources that can help uh, and to uh, understand that it you know this conversation comes from a a centered place, not that you have your life perfectly prettied up, but that theres we don't work from a place of panic or a place of crisis.
1: Well, one more question before we go into our break, because this has come up in conversation I know with Chris, and it's it's come up in my mind too, is that if your spiritual director is a priest, can he be your confessor as well?
3: uh, One priest said to me, I've not done research on this, but one priest said to me, I can't be both your spiritual director and your confessor. I can do one. Or I can do the other But I think he even said by canon law I can't really do both Um, And uh, I think there's a certain freedom In knowing that when you're in spiritual director mode You can simply go there And uh, be fully present Both the directee and the director Can be fully present in that way So uh, I personally don't confuse the two I, I regard those as two different relationships
1: That's great All right. Well, we'll be back with more with Mary Sharon Moore talking about spiritual direction. You're listening to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio, eleven fifty a.m., eighty-eight point five FM, and ninety-four point five FM, and the show is rebroadcast this evening at nine p.m.
2: And we are broadcast live in the Mercy Live Up Studio. So, um, you know, if you ever want to. Come by our studio and knock on the window. We're in here live. We're not recorded. <laughs> Every Thursday <laughs> at 9 a.m. Well, I'm excited because the State Fair has started today. And, you know, I'm a big
1: State Fair junkie. I love
2: the well, State Fair. I am so impressed that Iowa Catholic Radio is bringing priests for confession out I know. There.
1: We have a booth out there. It's yes. just west of the Bill Riley stage. Stop by and um, check heard, our website, Iowa Catholic Radio website, for the Reconciliation
2: Times. You've heard of Confession on the Bus. Now they've got Confession in the booth. In the <laughs> booth, yes. <laughs> yes. At, at Iowa <laughs> Catholic, although what? we won't broadcast your Reconciliation. No, that's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: The mics are mute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what a great thing for the Year of Mercy and, you know, nothing compares, huh? Like, that's the State Fair motto is nothing compares nice thinking on the way in second minute reconciliation at the fair <laughs> nothing compares <laughs> and then oh, next gosh. week we are going to have on our, as our guest Jeremiah and Aaron Evans they'll be speaking to with, us, with us about a new ministry sponsored by the Diocese of Des Moines Family Office Hope and Loss in Des Moines Immaculate Hope Ministries, and they'll be having a couples retreat in September, and September 3rd at Christ the King. So they'll be visiting with us about this new ministry. It is for those who are grieving from the loss of pregnancy, infant, or child in the womb. Miscarriage. Miscarriage. So it's a wonderful, wonderful ministry. Mm -hmm. Lots of wonderful thing in the
2: year of mercy it is and you know what it, it, I mean to me these two really represent mercy itself I mean yeah. just what they're doing so and there's so there are several people actually that's who right. he's doing this so yeah. Deacon Joel blessing. and Lisa Schmidt are helping mm-hmm. them as well yes yes. Well, we are excited to have Mary Sharon Moore back with us today. Um, Mary Sharon Moore, there was one other question. I, we, have, we have five questions we want to address with you, um, You know the, the mm-hmm. ones that you actually give to your directees. But before we get into that, I just want to ask you, um, is it possible to get spiritual direction over the phone? Did I miss uh, that earlier?
3: Most, yeah, I didn't start out to do spiritual direction by phone. People approached me,
2: okay, mm-hmm. uh,
3: because I travel around the United States. I, I'm, I'm active uh, as a uh, evangelizing missionary, and so people would approach me and say, "You know, I would like you to be my spiritual director. I've been listening to you for three days, or watching you for, you know, over the course of the time that you've been here." And so I kind of fell into spiritual direction by phone i would say that better than 95 percent of my work is by phone it's not awkward um i use a headset so my hands are free i'm not getting a kink in my shoulder but um it, people just presume that their spiritual direction is going to be by phone i didn't know this mm. i wasn't taught this in my in my class um that people are very comfortable with it it's not an issue they presume it and so I I don't know what percentage of directors work by phone, but I, I actually really enjoy working by phone.
2: What a blessing.
3: And amazingly, I end up meeting a good number of my directees face-to-face just because I travel, they travel. Um, it just happens. So it's a delightful
1: thing. Well, Mary Sharon Moore, you have five questions that you give to your directories when you first meet with them. And I'm just going to read through those. What gives me joy? What robs me of joy? What breaks my heart? What am I resisting? And what am I accepting? And we're kind of getting a little short on time. So the one that I kind of was interested in more about is why do you would ask the question, what breaks my heart? And how does that relative to spiritual direction in the beginning?
3: As anointed men and women of God, we have to know and be in touch with what breaks our heart. We live in a world of incredible anguish and incredible hope, uh, in incredible uh, uh, human suffering and also beauty. But we need to know what breaks our hearts because what breaks our hearts breaks the heart of God. Oh, I think that is When I can profound. name that, <laughs> I can enter into what God weeps over. Mm. My prayer is changed. My being in the world is changed. When I can name what breaks my heart. At that point, I can be an anointed woman of God, active in my world for the good. It's a vital question.
1: Mm. I love that. I mean, I think that I, 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 it's so profound to me to hear that what breaks my heart is also breaking God's heart because I tend to think that I'm just all my little pity party here all by myself. Mm -hmm.
2: Which makes sense when you are also asking the question, what gives me joy? Then it's also telling you what probably gives the good Lord joy? And what robs me of
1: joy? I can see this is pivotal to these other four questions.
3: Yes, absolutely. And my firm belief is there is only one heart. It's the heart of God. There's only one heartbeat. It's the heartbeat of God. So it's not that my heart is separate from God's. It's that... There's one heart. And so if I watch the news, if I listen to what's going on, if I read about, you know, the suffering of humanity, I need to, like, let that go to a place where I can care for it spiritually, but then also in some way take action in the world that I touch.
2: Speak. We, we still have a, a couple minutes. Speak to us about um, the question of what am I resisting? What, what does that tell you as a spiritual director when you figure <laughs> that out? Oh,
3: uh, yeah. What am I resisting? <laughs> you know, typically, typically, we resist what is far better than what we think we deserve, hmm. or we resist what we think we aren't ready for yet, as though the young Virgin Mary was actually ready to become the mother of God. You, you can't be ready enough. So when I can name what I'm resisting, then I can get to the invitation on the other side of my resistance. Um, this came out to me back way back when somebody invited me to begin doing some public speaking. And I ran as fast as I could <laughs> from that invitation and from that person. And uh, what I realized was God was beginning to invite me to come alive in that part of my life. And I, I kept pushing back. And when I stopped pushing back the floodgates opened and you can't shut me
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad you're here with us speaking. No kidding. No kidding. And you Praise know God. and I'm thinking of the own th- the other things in my life that I tend to resist and yeah. how God stretches me and strengthens my spiritual muscles by putting me into those situations of things that I would normally resist.
1: Well, and I think that's the important thing about spiritual direction because those are the moments where we can be told the negative thoughts and the doubts set in and that's where you know that spiritual direction like you would say, Mary Sharon, kind of draws things out of us. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well. You know, I'm going to be in West Des Moines, Iowa, uh, in the third week of October for five days uh, at St. Francis of Assisi
2: Church, and I hope I can meet everybody
3: who is listening to this program this morning. Well, and, I,
2: and you are there for a parish mission, but you will be doing some other things that aren't just for the parish. Is that correct?
3: Yes, it's five days of uh, me evangelizing unplugged, uh, <laughs> a three-day parish mission, plus uh, some other retreats, talks on prayer, um, uh, events, workshops for parents and grandparents on domestic church. Uh, I'll be giving talks to young people, to high school students, to young adults. So it's just me unplugged.
1: Well, thank you, Mary Sharon. Mary Sharon, if people want to get in touch with you and your work, how could they find you?
3: Um, I have a website, easy to find. It's com. pretty simple. And uh, it's a very well-developed website. You can poke around, learn a lot. You can read sample pages of all my books. And um, it's a great way to learn more about my work and also to um, maybe gain some enrichment uh, in your own spiritual journey.
1: Oh, great. It is a great website. I've been out there. You've (laughs) written some great articles. Yes. Well, Well, thank
2: (laughs) you you for your insight today. Well thank you for this opportunity to share.
1: We'll see you in October.
2: <laughs> good. Many blessings. Thank God you. bless you. Keep up
1: the good work for Jesus. Thanks. Well, Catholic women now is grateful for the support of Learning Rx for underwriting the show. When your child is struggling in school, it breaks your heart as a parent. But there is reason for that struggle. It's not, and it's it's usually something that's a cognitive issue with the, how their brain is thinking. It's you know sometimes we worry as parents is our child not making it or they're not you know as smart as the other kids. No, no, no. It's not at all. These kids are highly intelligent. It's just a cognitive thing. And Learning Rx takes the time to do an assessment on your
2: child to work through to understand. And and get to the key of that problem. And you know, I would add as well as people that have had different um, brain traumas or strokes can also get help. So adults yeah. as well can be helped at learning School
1: starting soon. If you start seeing some things in your child by, you know, the first parent teacher conferences in October, I would consider, you know, learning RX may be that answer for you. Right. LearningRx.com, 515 224 4819.
2: Proverbs thirty-one twenty-six. She opens her mouth in wisdom, and on her tongue is kindly counsel. Well, this wow comes from Sister Susan Piper. She
1: is a mo- the Mother Superior, superior, of the female branch of the Apostles of the Interior Life, based in Kansas City, Kansas, which. Interesting, their religious community-specific charism is spiritual direction. And That's she cool. writes, Every time we go to spiritual direction, our life is changed. Most of the time we don't see fireworks, effects right away. But what's happening, happening is in the depth of my being. My prayer life is better. God is at work. I can affirm that. I can too. That's exactly what happens. It's just a nice, subtle, slow, but you f- but it's there. It's and, happened. You're and being you, transformed. You,
2: it's like you've crossed a bridge and you look back and you realize after you've been in spiritual direction yes. a couple of months, oh, wow, I've,
1: I've changed. You're not formed. You're transformed.
2: Ah, there we go. Yep. yep. <laughs> there we go. Well, thank you to Fred J. Haas, Law Offices. He is an experienced attorney of 35 years. He works um, in personal injury and workers' comp and medical malpractice. He's an experienced negotiator and a good man who can not only give you legal counsel, but he's he's a man of higher integrity and, and uh, knows the Lord. So he can give you counsel in other ways as well. And he will come to your home if you can't get to him as well. So he just does all sorts of special yes, little Yes, We've had lunch
1: with him. Delightful mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it.
2: Fred J. Haas Law Offices, 515-256-6301. Fred Haas.com. Fred, double D, Haas, double A dot com.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us today here at the Mercy Live Up studio. And don't forget to check us out at the fair where Iowa Catholic Radio is located just west of the Bill Riley stage. And you can even get some reconciliation while you're out there. And
2: the rosary's up next. Add uh, Julie Nelson to your one of those decades for her birthday today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Let's close in prayer. Name the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Being the feast day of St. Clair, we ask you, St. Clair, to be part of our day, invite you into our hearts, lead us into spiritual poverty, that we may be fully serving our Lord and be with humility and gratefulness. St. Clare, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Learning Rx. Finding the right solution to give your child a foundation that can last a lifetime. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. A licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder every Thursday at 9 AM and 9 PM on the Radio Voice for Catholic Women now 11:50 AM 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM Iowa Catholic Radio